Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. On the line, we have Gordon Chang. He is a senior scholar for the Gatestone Institute when it comes to China and other world policies. No one knows better what's going on in the world than Gordon Chang. Welcome back to Cats at Night. And we well, ha- thank we- you so much, Lydia, and Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New-, New Year. And we have such a new problem on the- mm-hmm. how could China uh, uh, export all their uh, COVID cases again? Yeah, this is just... Oh, for, oh, wait, for people that don't know. China has announced, and they're already flying into Milan, like just like they did two years ago or three years ago. Fifty mm-hmm. percent of the people on that airplane going to Milan have COVID. Yes, I mean this is incredible, and we are going to have a COVID wave in the United States as well, because it was good that the Biden administration imposed these uh, testing requirements on arrivals from China, but these testing requirements are grossly inadequate. You can get a test up to 48 hours before departure. Now, a couple things. First of all, you can get COVID in the interim, of course. 48 hours is less than the incubation period for this disease. And China has not been sharing genome sequencing. So we don't even know what we should be testing for. It could be COVID. It could be something else. Um, And and, and the people that are not sick in the airplane are not going to get sick to 48 hours later. Right. This is just, we should expect a new wave of COVID in the U.S. We're under attack. But the Biden administration is letting this happen. There should be a prohibition on all arrivals from Chinese soil. And, Gordon, the Biden administration said they're going to start January 5th. How come they don't start tomorrow morning? Yeah, that's, that's, that's something else. Gordon, you know, Frank, since, is, since the testing you believe is inadequate, and I, I'm certainly inclined to agree with you, do you definitely think then that we should just stop all immigration or everyone coming from China? Yes, I think that we need to do that. Um, there, there's so many reasons for that, and one of them is we don't know what the intentions of the Chinese regime are. We know that in 2020 they deliberately spread the disease beyond their borders. Mm. They lied about transmissibility, and while they were locking down their own country, they were pressuring us and others to allow arrivals from China. You put those two things together, and it shows a deliberate spread of the disease. So we're dealing with a malicious regime, which means we don't give them the benefit of the doubt right now. And, you know, whatever the intentions of China, we just do not need one more case and one more death in the United States from COVID. And if we can reduce the COVID load, then we should, of course, do that. I'm having major deja vu. I mean, do we even know, is this possibly a new strain of COVID? Could this be some kind of new infectious disease, a COVID-like type of illness? That's a really important question, Lydia. And we know that as this disease rips through China... Um, There were 250 million new infections in the first 20 days of this month, 37 million on one day alone. Um, Yes, this disease is going to mutate because that's what viruses do. So we can expect that there are going to be new strains of this disease. But also, we don't know if there are no other diseases in China right now. I mean, the Chinese authorities are not sharing information. So we're in a point where um, we don't even know what we should be testing for. That to you, that's what you were saying before. I mean, I, I don't know. And then they're going to Milan, 
And then from Milan, there could come to the United States. And that's what happened with New York. And we went back in 2020. So they all came to New York. They also went over to San Francisco. So they came right over to California and New York. And then it spreads like wildfire all across the country. Right. I mean, just as we're getting a grip on COVID-19, you know, the Chinese decide to launch a new wave of it. I mean, yes, the Chinese regime is always malicious, but this doesn't mean that we need to always be stupid. And that's what we're doing right now. You know, Biden in 2020, when Trump imposed the travel ban on China, which was too late, but he imposed a ban. That was a good thing. Biden called him xenophobic. Now Biden can't go back on that. But if he wants to start saving American lives, he needs to say, yeah, I I made a mistake in 2020. I'm going to ban arrivals from China. Uh, and, And that's a very simple thing he can do. He can save American lives. It's within his power. All he needs to do is pick up the pen. He uses his executive order orders all the time. Why does he do it to save American lives? Is there any evidence of this spreading to Taiwan yet? Uh, no, there actually hasn't been yet, but um, because there's uh, very little travel now right. between Taiwan and, and China. But if uh, it opens up, um, and, and Taiwan is very prepared for that because they've been talking about this very subject in recent days. And they were very effective the last time, right? Back in 2020 and 2021, Taiwan? They've been been very effective, Congressman, um, and they have actually been a model in terms of what to do. Now, some people say they were too strict, but they did prevent mass infections. And remember, they're very close to China, so you would expect for them to get hit really hard, but they haven't been, and that's a good thing. So I want to ask you, John, do you think that President Biden would rather lose American lives uh, or admit that Donald Trump was right? I think he's losing American lives right now. Mm. I mean, but Donald Trump waited three weeks before he shut it down. Too. Right. He was but too late, now too. we should know better. We should shut it down tomorrow morning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why are we allowing airplanes to come in from China if they're being irresponsible? Where's the checks and balances? If I could intervene for a second, I guess we're getting to the end. Going to the end of the year, do you see any hope for our policies with China next year? Do you see any any uh, lessening of tension, or is it going to get worse next year, Gordon? I think it's going to get worse because we have seen this month, Congressman, that as problems have accumulated in China, that Xi Jinping, the Chinese ruler, has become more aggressive. There was the big incursion in Arunachal Pradesh in India. There has been these um, vessels going through Japanese territorial water and loitering, which they're not permitted to do. And there's been more pressure on the Philippines and the South China Sea. So as China gets weaker at home and as Xi Jinping gets in more trouble at home, China's becoming more provocative externally. That wasn't very encouraging, but you've been right all along, Gordon Chang, so thank you for that. Uh, anything, we got a minute left. Anything you want to tell uh, all the American people? I just worry very much about 2023 because we have an Oval Office, we have a Pentagon that is oblivious. They don't have a sense of urgency. And right now the issue is time. We need to start defending our country and our political leadership isn't doing it. Wow. It's really unfortunate because our government should be working for us and, and protecting us. And we should have learned by now what what not to do. And it seems like we're going right back to where we were, you know, with the same mistakes. 100%. Thank you so much, uh, Gordon Chang. Gordon, maybe we'll we'll talk to you before the weekend if anything changes. Thank you. Well, 
thank you so much, John. Thank you, Gordon Chang. And Congressman. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.